From the Doubletree in Breckenridge, Colorado, at team training and fall conference, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And, uh, wow, one of my favorite sponsors, Hestra, is here visiting with us. Drew Akins, the marketing manager, and new person to Hestra from National Ski Patrol for 10 years. Josh Jacobson is now the uh, Colorado sales rep. I don't know. Does that sound too salesy to you? It's a little salesy. I think I've heard I, I've heard it uh, be called a little salesy. I've I've also been called a territory manager, a regional manager, but I'm a sales rep. I, I like that. I like your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Drew, let's start with you. Tell us about some of the changes that have happened at Hestra, and what an interesting company to me because uh, sometimes I really don't want to see a lot of changes at Hestra. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, definitely something you get being a, a heritage brand who's been around since 1936. You know, we're, we are still kind of on that trajectory, which one of the changes that you'll see uh, noted in some of our press releases is that we have actually a new CEO. And uh, he is now the fourth generation of the Magnuson family who has been in charge of the company. So uh, we're super excited to welcome Anton Magnuson, who's a master certified glove cutter as our new CEO as of August. So he was born into the position. That he was. He was born with Hester gloves on his hands, yes. <laughs> and Josh, what was it that prompted you to move from ski patrol into sales? I mean, both of those seem like they could be very uh, oh, high anxiety at times. Well, yeah. So after 10 years of working with the patrol and seeing how great these gloves performed for the patrollers and general skiing and riding public, you know, when the job came open, it was a no-brainer for me to make the switch. Drew, is that a fairly common instance with Hestro where people who have used the product for quite a while are happy to come and work for them? Yeah, absolutely. We have quite a few uh, lifetime users who become staff and family. And, um, you know, we're really lucky that we have products that stand up um, you know, to a lifetime of use. And so uh, we see that quite a bit, actually. And in Ski Patrol, I mean, obviously we're in snow sports, but uh, I mean, you're really putting gloves through the ringer. Absolutely, and it kind of shows the breadth of the Hestra line because we have the Hestra job line as well, uh, which a lot of patrollers have used for you know their rope work, uh, their general work during the day, and then when they're just skiing around, they'll use our Alpine Pro, the fall lines, the heli gloves, things like that. So now we've got them for their work, we've got them for their recreation, we've got them when they're just skiing around. Uh, so you know we've got a glove for really every opportunity that they have out there. Drew, I have to say, uh, you have a new race glove that just blows me away. Uh, What was the reason for introducing that? Yeah, every year we try to uh, you know to introduce a few models, and uh, this year we put some love into the race line, um, into the cross country line, and into the Alpine Pro line. So you know the the inspiration for a lot of our uh, our gloves is Scandinavia and Sweden, which is the backyard of our, our headquarters. And you know those guys are rooted in ski culture, and there's a lot of you know, really famous skiers who have come out of that country. And so you know we take that inspiration and push it down to, to every level, whether it be just being outside or or in racing. And uh, you know obviously they have a prolific racing history, and a lot of our staff over there and designers have been racers in the past. So I think it's an homage to to their history and uh, and their story. So question for both of you, I'd love for you to just kind of have a discussion about this. And I know we've talked about it in the past, but to me, it's a great topic. I mean, Hester gloves don't wear out. And so when you've got a glove that, I mean, I've got a pair of the old Sweden, Team Sweden racing gloves that, no kidding, I got them back in Oregon in like 2008, maybe 2006, and they look brand new. Uh, How do you market something that doesn't wear out? How do you sell something that doesn't wear out? 
You know, for, for in the sales side, you know, it's almost a, a green story that the Magnuson family started with the Heli series, for instance. We have replaceable liners, so that glove, the outer shell, not going to wear out. Eventually, nine to ten years down the road, that liner might. Instead of getting another brand new glove, we've got replacement liners that the consumer can buy. Put those right in there. Keep the life of that glove going so we don't put, you know, unnecessary materials back into the earth. Yeah, and I think the story is a really rich one. Um, when it comes to sustainability, our take is that building a durable product is the best way we can be sustainable. And so we source materials from uh, their byproducts from other industries, and we use them in a way that creates durable gloves that last for a really long time. And and we're not we're not in the market to sell more gloves, we're in the market to sell better gloves. And ultimately what we want to do and one of our big pushes moving forward this year and, and moving forward is to educate people on glove care. And so if you are a PSIA listener and you have Hester gloves, balm those gloves before you use them this season and balm them about halfway through the season. That will keep those gloves nice and supple. It'll keep them nice and moist and it'll make sure that they last for a lifetime. So, you know, if you put a little care into your gear, it's going to last you forever and we're happy with that. Now, has balm changed? Because I've always been a huge fan of leather gloves, and I'd tell you, back in the 70s and 80s, you'd put that grease all over them, and what a mess. <laughs> a little goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit goes a long way. And, um, you know, it's just a, a pinch of that stuff. So if you have one of our tens of leather balm, that's about 10 to 12 applications, and those things are quite small. So if you look at that, you think it it's maybe one or two, but actually it's about 10 or 12 applications. So be sparing with how you use that. And what I would say is apply it, leave it overnight, let it soak in. And hopefully that will minimize the amount of waste that you have with that. And the good thing is that all that leather balm is, it's all natural ingredients. And so it's going to be fine to, to apply a lot, but really use it sparingly and let it dry. And that'll, that'll do wonders for your gloves. I've also heard that on days that you forget your lip balm, it is all natural. It does work well on the lips as well. I don't know what to say, and I'm rarely left speechless. <laughs> so if we put a little extra on our glove, we could just, you know, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so why does Hestra utilize leather so much? It seems more than most other companies. Is that true or false? Sure, yeah. We, we like to say that leather is our favorite material, and, and that's for a couple of reasons. You know, one, leather is supple, and it acts as a second skin, and that's what you want your gloves to be. They're a complement to your hands. They're supposed to form fit to your hands, and we think that they're the best material to do that. They breathe well. They shed moisture well. They take oil treatment in the form of balm quite well, and we think that out of all the materials that we have at our disposal, that that leather in whatever form we use, so whether it be goat or cow or um, peccary on our high-end dress gloves, that those are built perfectly for the applications that we use them for. So every piece of leather that we get in, we examine it, we look for its qualities, and then we earmark it for a purpose. And you just can't do that with a lot of other materials. And I was just going to ask, it does seem like that would be tough with leather because uh, you could have such a variation, but you really go through and, and you don't. Yeah, absolutely. So every piece of leather that comes in is uh, manually inspected. And every piece of that leather is measured for its depth, its thickness, and its imperfections and all of those things. And so we take all that into account when we ship those to our factories, our four factories that we own. And every every single piece of leather is earmarked for a certain purpose. So it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. It's the glove makers looking critically at each piece and making sure that they fit the purpose that they're intended for. Josh, what are you seeing as you go out and are visiting stores? And 
what is what are you seeing as the most popular glove this year? So we are coming out with a brand new style that was actually designed and helped creation from Chris Rogers from Ozzy. Uh, this Freeride C-Zone glove and three-finger, or mitt and three-finger that are coming out this year. Three-fingers are actually getting more and more popular. Right. Gives you the warmth of a mitten with that dexterity of a glove. So more and more styles are coming out in that three-finger, and more and more skiers and riders are starting to get into that three-finger style. I remember you talking about that some. You were excited because it was coming out, and so that excitement was real absolutely the response for this glove has been phenomenal we are so excited to launch it it's going to be a usa only model so uh, we have exclusive uh kind of inventory in this market and we've seen people all across the spectrum be really excited about this glove so we're excited to launch it you know another thing uh, to piggyback on what josh was saying is in terms of trends is a shorter cuff and one of the best things about this free ride c zone is that it has a smartwatch compatible cuff so it's short enough so that you can access your smartwatch without having to peel your glove forward. And, uh, and we've gotten a lot of really good response for that. So how can uh, PSI ASI members find a pair of Hestras that suit their needs? Yeah, we have a great deal through, uh, through PSIA. So uh, the Snow Pros website redirects to our website and, and you guys get a deal on those. So uh, definitely take advantage. And just to kind of uh, build on that question, how many gloves are in your line? Off the top of your head, do you have any idea how many models you have and how do we narrow it down to actually make a selection? Sure, so I think at last count, we were a little over 400 different models between our job, our sport, and our dress lines. We also do mountain bikes, so we've got some of those as well. Um, but you know, for, for PSIA and Aussie members, Really what we would say is start with the Alpine Pro line. That is built for the hardest users at the highest level, and that's what you guys are. And so those are going to be the gloves that are built for patrollers, built for instructors, built for people working on the mountain all day, every day, mountaineering applications, things of that nature. So start with that, and then look at your personal preference. Do you want something that's waterproof? Do you want a short cuff or a long cuff, five-finger, three-finger mitt? And that helps whittle it down, and that will really help make your decision a lot easier. Josh, any yeah, I think I'm just going to echo what Drew said there. It really depends on where you're at in the country. Do you need? Do you run cold? Do you run hot? Uh, do you need that extra dexterity? Do you, you know, are you not using poles all day because you're out there instructing with little kids? Um, you know, make sure you're finding the glove that is good for your purposes. That's good for the area you're in. Uh, if you're in the North Pack Northwest, you probably want something with a full waterproof insert in it. Uh, out here in Colorado, not as important. Uh, in the Midwest, you're going to want something that's going to keep you warm down to you know those sub-zero temperatures. So make sure you're shopping for the glove that's right for your area. Anything you want to add, Drew? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, to sum it up, we build gloves for users. And so, you know, there's a reason there are 400 gloves in the line. Every glove has an intended user. And so it's really important that you take the time to find the right glove. And then once you do have that glove, love it and love it well and balm it and make sure that you're taking care of it and it'll take care of you for a lot of cold days. Drew Akins, Josh Jacobson, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us today. Always a pleasure. Thanks, George. Thanks. From the Doubletree in Breckenridge, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.